Today we are continuing on the subject of the one necessary thing in order to thrive in these times and these uncertain times. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to thrive, who enables you to do well by being an agent of transformation for His kingdom in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bold Kire, your host for this show, Thrive 1110. And you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or thrive1110.ca. That's thrive1110.ca. And while there, um, say hi, send a message, send a note. So I know you've been listening. It's always encouraging. And thanks for doing so. So today we are continuing on this subject that we started in the previous episode. Regarding the one necessary thing that you and I need as business leaders, ministry leaders, uh, or even if you don't have a business and you're an employee, to thrive, to thrive in your life, to thrive in your business, to thrive in your ministry in these times we're living in and in the upcoming times of great uncertainty. We don't know how things will unfold in the times coming ahead of us. And already we are seeing how things are starting to shape and we're seeing everything around us uh, really being shaken um, um, internationally and even nationally. So what is that necessary thing that you and I need in order to thrive, in order to be the ones that thrive in these times, to be the light to progress God's kingdom and, well, to further God's kingdom and to be Christ-like for everybody around us. So last week, we started talking about this concept, this concept of loving God, of loving Jesus. And um, I said that when Jesus was asked what was the greatest commandment, he said that it was to love God. And uh, how do you love God practically? How do you love God on a day-to-day basis in your life, in your business, in your ministry? We saw that according to John 14, verse 21, this was going to be uh, about obedience. So the way you love God in a tangible way, in a practical way, is through obedience. And I'm going to invite you to go back to the previous episode and listen to the entirety of it, including the prayer that was done in that episode, because you are going to benefit from that. And we are continuing on that today. And I'm going to actually um, start by reading that passage, that verse of John 14, 21. And it says in the New Living Translation, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them. 
and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. So again, it is plain to see here with Jesus' words that loving him equals obeying him. And obeying him, um, even if you and I don't like that word, because we live in a day and age of um, where basically this word is not being used or, or, or is um, seen rather offensive and, uh, and authoritarian. We, we, we prefer to use the word uh, suggest, encourage, uh, ask, etc., rather than the word um, obey and commandment. But this is exactly what Jesus is talking about. He is not afraid to use the word obey and obey a commandment. So even though we are living in this day and age, in this contemporary time, obeying commandments from God is still required now. Does it mean that if you don't obey commandments, you are cursed or you get a judgment, etc.? No, that's not the case. Because we are under grace. And again, partial obedience, delayed obedience, no matter how good your arguments sound to just do 95% of what you were told by God to do, no matter what your arguments are, to not do the 5%, maybe you're not comfortable, maybe it doesn't fit your style, maybe it stretches you, maybe it goes counterculture, whatever that may be. Maybe it's even so you can have more time to praise God, whatever that argument is, so that you don't do the last 5% that God is asking you to do. It is equal. Uh, it equals disobedience, as plainly and simple as that. But like I was saying, you're not falling under God's judgment or God's curse or punishment because you are not obeying. Not obeying, it simply means you're not loving God as you should be loving Him, as you say you love Him. Because it is not about raising your hands in a worship service. It is not about praying. It is not about uh, going to church. It is not about giving. It is not about doing charity or volunteer work, all of these things are good. But it is about obeying the very thing he tells you to do. He commands you to do. Yes, he's your father, but he is also God, the almighty God, creator of the universe. And he tells you to do things. So you want to do that. So you might not be liking the sound of this episode today because it's talking about commandment in obedience and i'm going somewhere just stick with me because we're talking about this necessary thing to thrive in these times we're living in and to thrive in the upcoming times uncertain times so bear bear that in mind as you listen to this um because i'm going somewhere with this and Allow me to actually pray right now. Holy Spirit, I pray that all arguments and lies of the devil will be revealed right now. And that as you have called us to be leaders in our workplaces, to be like you in our workplaces, in our businesses, in our ministries, that we will walk 
as your children obeying you and showing you love that way in our obedience. So thank you for every person listening to the sound of my voice right now. And I pray a special blessing and a special grace for obedience. In Jesus' name, amen. So that wasn't prepared. Obviously, before um, the shows, I pray. After the shows, I pray. But that wasn't planned. And um, so, yeah, so let's continue on with with, um, this part two of our show, The Necessary Thing, The Necessary Thing to Thrive in These Times. And I was saying you're not judged, but there there are at least three reasons why you want to obey. Number one, um, is the way you show that you love God practically. Again, it's not going to church, doing this, doing that. Obeying exactly what he tells you to do. That's a way of showing love. So that's one reason why you should obey. Second reason is Romans 6.16 teaches us that whom you obey You become slaves of that person. So if you don't obey God, it means you're obeying someone else, another entity. And if it is not God, it means that other person you're obeying is not as loving, doesn't have your best interest at heart as God does, doesn't love you as God does. And it is highly likely, if you're not obeying God, that you're obeying the evil one. And Romans 6.16 then teaches us that whom you obey, you become slave of that person. It means if you're not obeying God and obeying other voices, you're opening yourself up to influences from those voices, from those masters you're obeying to. So that's a second good reason, and I don't want to take the time to go into that right now. That's a second good reason why you want to obey. A third good reason why you want to obey is simply because, as it says in John 14, 21, in the end, it says, I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. And I really want to camp on that part. Jesus says, if you obey, if you show me your love by obeying my commandments, I will love you and reveal myself to you. That's what he's saying. And that, my friend, is what you need, a revelation of Christ in your life, a fresh revelation of Christ. It doesn't matter. You've, you've been maybe Christian and following God for decades. It doesn't matter. A fresh revelation from Christ is what you need in this season to thrive. And I'm going to come to practical applications in a moment and give you examples from um, the business life as to why this is important to have a revelation of Jesus, to have this relationship with him through obedience to his commandments to the point where he loves you, he loves upon you and reveals himself to you. Yes, as business leaders, as ministry leaders, we want to see results. 
We want to see increase. We want to see more people being impacted by what we do. We want to see, uh, um, yeah, we, we want to see people using more of our products and services, etc. We want to see more people giving to whatever is the ministry or the charity we are um, um, leading, etc. All of these, we want to see people being healed. We want to see really manifestations of the power of God around us. And all of these are good things. We want to see increases in our finances so that we can give. All of these are good things. But I would put them in the category of the manifestations. A manifestation is a a visible, uh, a tangible expression of a deeper reality, of an underlying reality. And that underlying reality here is your relationship with God. And now I'm going to suggest that still in this chapter of John 14, Jesus says that he will send us, he says to his disciples, that he will send them Holy Spirit so that Holy Spirit can lead them into all truth and Holy Spirit will be the helper. So for you and I to obey, because of the reasons I gave earlier. Again, it's not because you're afraid God will punish you or judge you. God is not like that. We are under grace. But it's because of other reasons that I briefly mentioned. But for us to be able to do that, we need Holy Spirit. We need help of the helper. We need guidance of the helper. Jesus says in John 14, 17, that this Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth, into all truth. What do you need to know right now? What truth do you need to know right now about yourself, about your life, about your business, about your ministry? What do you need to know? Holy Spirit is the one who will reveal that to you. And he will reveal Christ to you. He will give you new revelations of Christ. Revelations for this season and revelations for the seasons to come. So if you want to see those manifestations taking place, increased business, increased finances, increased market share, increased impact, increased influence, increased Whatever you want, whatever good things you want to see and do, which are the manifestations, it starts by what is actually underneath, what is actually beneath the manifestations, the essence, which is Jesus, which is Holy Spirit. So where are you standing in your relationship with Holy Spirit. I'm not talking going to church. Again, you might think that I have things against going to church. No, I go to church regularly. I pray regularly. I fast. I do all of these things. But I'm just saying, having a relationship with Jesus, with Christ, is not the same thing as doing these things that are good. It's not the same thing. You know, it makes me think of this 
verse in Psalms 103, verse 7. And let me actually find it and read it now. Psalms 103, verse 7. And after that, I'm going to start giving you some practical examples. Psalms 103, verse 7 says, um, talking about Moses, he revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. Now, when you read this quickly, it's a verse like any other verse. But if you read this slowly and carefully, God revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people, so to the outer group, so the people of Israel. So Moses did see, he saw God's, God's deeds, he saw that, but he got something better. He got the revelation of who God was in his life for him and for others. He says he revealed his character. God revealed his essence, his ways, his thinking, what he loves, what he doesn't like. He revealed these things, his very being. Exodus 33, you'll read there that uh, uh, Moses was God's friend. And God will have conversations like you have with a friend. So is that the type of relationship you have with Holy Spirit we have with, with Jesus right now? Or you're only going to him, let's say, in the morning when you wake up, okay, Father or Holy Spirit, I'm here, uh, check. Uh, maybe at noon, maybe in the evening, and throughout the rest of your activities, you're not counting on that relationship to help you make decisions. As you go day by day, moment by moment in your workplace, dealing with people, etc. None of us is perfect doing that. But today, I just want to draw your attention on the fact that the greatest thing that we can do as children of God, the greatest thing that we are actually commanded is to love him. And the way to love him is to obey him fully, completely, without delay. And not rely on what culture dictates, what uh, we think is good, etc. It's obeying him fully, completely, without delay. But how can you obey him fully, completely, without delay if you don't have a relationship with him? One of the benefits of obeying him, loving him, therefore, is that he reveals himself to us. And that's what we need, a revelation of him. The truth that Holy Spirit brings to us in our workplaces, in our ministries, in our life, in our families, even when we are doing recreational activities, going out for groceries, deciding what to buy, what not to buy, where to go, where not to go. We need a revelation of him. We need clear guidance and direction. And for that, we need this relationship functioning. 
so that we may know who is this God. What is his character? What, what is he seeing? What is he loving? What is he saying? Not for your brother or your sister. I'm not saying don't get a word for them. That's not the point. But what is he saying to you? As you go in the morning and you, you're in meetings or you're dealing with clients or with suppliers, what is he saying? As you are approaching a new uh, business, a new client, what is he saying? As you're dealing with your employees, what is he saying? As you're going to buy groceries, what is he saying? What does he want? What is his heart? As you are trying to raise your children, plan for activities, plan for a vacation time with your family, what is he saying? What is the truth? He's leading you into. All of that is based off of the relationship. Not the touch points that you have with him, but the relationship, the continuous relationship that you have with him. In which you're talking, you are communicating, you are expressing things, and you are hearing things back from him. In every situation which you are, whether it's an exceptional one or it's um, or it's just a routine one, one that you think is a routine one. Reminds me again, Moses, when he passes and he sees this burning bush, it was not the first time he was passing through. It was not the first time he was passing on that ground. It was not the first time he was probably seeing that bush, but this time. He saw the, 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 the bush being burned but not being consumed. And the voice told him he's standing on holy ground. Even the routine things that you're passing by every day, that you're doing these regular activities that you're doing day by day, mechanically, it's holy ground. It's holy ground. So if you are to thrive in this season and in the coming times, it will require that kind of an awareness, of, a, of an awakeness. I don't even know if that's a word. That kind of a relationship, of an intimacy with God, with Holy Spirit, so you can hear, so you can obey. And we're quickly running towards the end of this time. And, and I want to quickly give, give one example of, of someone I know who was hired in a business. And uh, she was hired with the understanding that she would be the next VP. in her specific role. I won't give much details because we will have the, the privilege and the pleasure to have this guest come um, and, uh, and speak to us in one of the upcoming shows. But she was hired with the understanding that she would be prepared to be the next vice president of that organization. Yeah. 
but unbeknownst to her, but nothing is even hidden to God. Unbeknownst to her, after she was hired and promised that this is what she would become, the organization started having dealings with another person to become that VP. But that, this friend, this lady that I know of wasn't aware of that, but Holy Spirit, God was aware of that. In her relationship with God, God told her, without explaining, you need to get out of this organization and you need to start your own business. And she started quietly and Holy Spirit told her at one point, you need to do it now. Resign now and leave. And she obeyed. And when she obeyed, that's actually when she learned what was going on behind her back. There's no law for such things. There's no verse in the Bible that will guide you through such things. It's only your relationship with God. And in her case, her relationship with God, with Holy Spirit, helped her. As she heard what Holy Spirit was telling her. And Holy Spirit therefore prevented her from really having a tough time at work and having hard breaks. Because if she stayed expecting the promise to be fulfilled, what these people had promised her, it would have never happened. And she would have seen someone else walk in and take that position. And she would be heartbroken. And she would have wasted time. But because of her connection with Holy Spirit, she was able to move in a timely way. And because she obeyed, Holy Spirit then revealed to her the things that were hidden that she didn't know about. Revealed to her that she was, he was actually loving her and saving her trouble down the road in this organization as she obeyed, and actually started the business that Holy Spirit led her to start. And right now she started, and she is being very successful, very successful. And we'll have the opportunity to hear her speak to us directly on this show in an upcoming episode. So as we end this episode today, I just want to to pray, Holy Spirit, help us and help every person listening right now to be in tune, to be connected, to have a, a real intimate relationship with you, not just touch points, not just touch points. Touch points in the morning, touch points at noon or in the evening or when times are critical, but you have a relationship with you that even with these mechanical routine things that they will realize that it is holy ground and that you want to show yourselves in yourself in the decisions they are making day by day in whatever setting they are, work, business, groceries, recreational, family, etc even at church, even spiritual, their spiritual walk. So I thank you that all lies are being broken down right now in Jesus' name. 
and that you are helping us walk in the fullness of joy and freedom and life that you have called us to in Jesus name amen folks you've been listening to thrive 1110 and this is bolkeri connect again next week for another inspiring insightful practical episode of thrive 1110 when honest people prosper the whole city celebrates thrive 1110 to learn more or to connect with bold go to thrive1110.ca